When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Wednesday. Hump day if you celebrate. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totri, Eric Ruby. Back in the passenger seat today, we got DJ Jacob Franklin making all the magic happen. Guys, if you're new here or you're a returner, do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Eric, we have a lot to go over today. ASU softball, ASU baseball. We've actually got a new episode of The Focus as well that we're going to be showing you. Just a little, little tidbit with former Arizona State baseball coach Pat Murphy himself. And then obviously we got KD, Kenny Dillingham on the radio this morning. And he's good. I think think it's going to fire up some ASU fans if they haven't already seen what he said this morning. Eric, just first and foremost, man, how was your day off the other day? It was good. It was good. It was good. It's it's always nice to take a little bit, a little bit of a breath. You know, I went, uh, went thrifting. Okay. We went thrifting with the, with the with the wife. I can say that now. The wife would be crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh? Um, and I found these like really cool. I actually should have sent pictures of it. I sent it in our diehard Discord, which is the reason why you need to join the diehard Discord. Go. But there I found these vintage like Coca Cola bottles, no free ads, and um, they had like ASU Rose Bowl and like it, it, it. They were just really cool. So all of our diehards, Donald, Sharon, Short Bus, all of them, they saw the beauty that was those bottles. I didn't end up getting them. Damn. I didn't end up getting them. I had I had my eyes set on other things for the house. And by me. You mean your wife. Correct. <laughs> uh, but, th- but things that I did want. So, you know, the the bottles were not at the top of the list. But it was cool. It, 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 was, it was cool. I always like seeing that retro stuff. Yeah, absolutely, you know? man. Absolutely. Getting to Kenny Dillingham and everything that he had to say uh, this morning on the radio. Just before we get too deep into that, obviously, spring football Feels like it's right around the corner. Still, I want to say a couple weeks till we actually hit that very first practice. I am so, so looking forward to getting back out there, seeing some of these transfers and and what they can provide to this team and just seeing some of the position battles, seeing the growth of some of these players, man. But I think if there's one thing that you could say about Kenny Dillingham is he never fails to get people excited about what's coming to Arizona State or about the process in building hopefully a college football giant yeah and and i'm not trying to lead everything back to this topic because it's been a big one as of late but the whole bobby hurley thing and 
I understand a lot of people are saying, you know, the state of ASU basketball is not Bobby Hurley's fault. Like, you know, he doesn't get the resources or anything like that. But at the same time, when you see somebody like Kenny Dillingham to be handed a program that was arguably in a, in a much worse situation. Yeah. You know, and, and support wise, like obviously football is a big money maker, but as far as the scale of what it could be and what it is, like it, it was a big difference. The buy-in was very low, like, and where the program was in shambles. And you've seen what a guy who, who is like that. Yeah. And by that, I just mean he's, he's charismatic. You could tell that he cares more than anybody else. And you do have full faith in him, even if the success isn't there to orchestrate everything and to put it together long-term. And when you see him talk, when you see him make uh, like appearances, it's never like, man, he's he's really faking it today, huh? Or man, he's, <laughs> he's really putting on a show. No, no you, yeah, man. You can tell like it, this is coming from his heart, like who he genuinely is. And, and it shows in the recruits that he gets. It shows in the coaches that he gets. And it shows, I think, now in fans, like we have House of Heat Sports who says, Dilly is my coach. I support him 100%. Yeah. You don't usually get that after the type of year that ASU football had last year and so i do think that that just speaks volumes as to the level of buy-in and then it also is a good thing when you look to the future and say okay well what happens when they do actually start winning yeah right like that's gonna snowball pretty dramatically yeah and especially in this state of college athletics where it is 100 percent a grind it's something yeah that kenny did say we will get to that in just a little bit but in terms of the the main thing that I want to get to that I was able to pull from from listening to Kenny's interview this morning was it's something we had talked about on the show before that being a college football coach right now in college sports is probably the most difficult job yeah. that you could do because you are no longer just a coach you're a recruiter 24/7 365 you are a general manager in a sense, trying to ensure that, you know, your guys have the the necessary funds to want to stay at your program. Like it really is. You have to almost be Inspector Gadget, dude. Like you got to be able to wear a bunch of different hats and like be able to pull out a bunch of different tools to make your life easier and not only to make your life easier, but to simply be average at your job. Right. Now you have to be able to recruit allocate funds you have to be a salesman you have to be a coach you got to be a teacher you got to be a leader you have to be a friend you got to be everything in today's era of college sports and kenny dillingham on the radio this morning we'll go ahead and take a listen to that clip the the best part about this for me is him pretty much saying you know what like everybody wants my job like if you don't want to be a college football coach or if you want to be a college football coach rather you have to just own the fact that you have to do a million and five different things. This is what Kenny Dillingham had to say this morning on the radio, simply about being a college football coach. I think you got to hire people, one, that love coaching. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I joke around, but you know how many people want my job? <laughs> like, you know how many people want my assistant coach's jobs uh -huh. and my analyst jobs and the, and the QB and the GA's jobs? So don't complain about what we do. You're blessed. There's a lot of negative of it, yes. But do you know how many people want to be a college football coach? I literally spent nine years of my life doing anything <laughs> to become a coffee boy. So don't Fantastic. give me don't give me the oh, it's hard to be a college coach right now. Yeah, it's hard. Then quit. It being hard is it's the whole point of it, right? It's the whole point that when you hire somebody like Kenny and when when Herm leaves, like you needed to make the right decision. Yeah. It's the same reason why in any sport now, at any athletic program, like you have to get this right 
now. There is no margin for error. You have to get somebody who wants the suck. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost the same thing where you're Pause. talking about. God damn it, Totri. Anyways, anyway, anyway. Uh, it's the same thing when you talk about athletes, right? Like being a college athlete is hard. Being a high level high school athlete is hard. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of dedication, hours that most people don't understand. 10 times that for college, 10 times that for pro. And you need people who are like, I, I need the challenge. I want the challenge. I want to be pushed to my absolute breaking point. And you need that with coaches now too. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, if you have somebody who goes in every single day and just be like, man, I've got to do what? Man, I want to call the plays. I don't want to recruit. I don't want to get money for other people. I don't want any of that. Oh, these kids and all they want is their NIL. Oh, it's so so shitty. Am I? Like, no. Do say, okay, it is what it is. Let me make it work for me. Yeah. And, and if anything, he's not letting the landscape of college athletics mold him he's kind of using it in the opposite direction he's adapting he's a competitor he's a competitor through and through and i think you see that and we've known that because we've had conversations with kenny we've been on the practice field and seen the way that he goes about his business look kenny dillingham right there sent a message to the world of college football yeah and you know what that message was you know what that message was eric I'm here. <laughs> if you're going to piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dogs eat. Uh-huh. Kenny Dillingham is a big dog in the world of college football. And that right there was a message, not only to other coaches, yeah. not only to recruits, not only to players, but that was a message to the fan base. Yeah. Saying, you know what? I'm going to give you 110% of what I have to go and ensure that I am the absolute best college football coach that I possibly can be for the Arizona State Sun Devils. And Sun Devil Nation hasn't had a coach like that where you can sit there and you can listen to him and you can believe that he is giving you everything that he has. Now, the flip side of that coin is you could talk a lot at a certain point, back it up. those wins got to come. Those right. players, those blue chip guys, they got to come. And we know it was year one last year, three and nine. You expected that. Yeah. You expected a little bit of a bump in the road year two. You don't expect it to be perfection, but you expect there to be growth. Yeah. And I think when you hear that right there saying that I spent nine years doing absolutely anything, including being a coffee boy, if that's what it took to get to where he's at now, to get on the field simply, to have the opportunity. I think from an Arizona State fan perspective, that's what you want to see from every coach moving forward, not just football, but every single sport at Arizona State. Yeah, and there's a a difference between having the passion for it and actually acting on it. There's a lot of people who stand up and say like I will do anything. I will do everything. I will put myself out there and I will work harder than anybody. But then at the end of the day, it's it's just talk because then the results don't come. And don't get it twisted. If 2 years from now, we're looking back at the last 2 seasons of ASU football and it is not what we have built it up to be, the perception of Kenny will change. Absolutely. Like right right now it's sweet because it's all promises, right? And it's but it's promises not in like a sense of how could you promise that? We don't believe you. You're you're feeding us BS, whatever. It's promises in the sense of like, 
it takes time to build something. I always say you can't microwave a good college football program. It takes time to cook this. Yeah. But after it starts cooking for a little bit, if the pieces aren't coming together and the meal's not good, like you're going to have a problem. But when you're sitting there and your mouth is watering and you're seeing all the ingredients get collected together, you get excited about it. And you should, especially when you have a chef who who is passionate about his craft. And I don't think it was just a message to the fans. I think it was a message to his own coaches, his own players, to where if you're a player and you have somebody sitting down in front of you asking you to give you everything, yeah. come come to my school where you maybe won't make as much money. Come to my school where I can't promise you that you're going to have a huge role. Come to my school when we had three wins last season. Yeah. But you're coming here because of who we are. And I'm telling you that you will not find another person who is in love with this process as much as I am yeah. and who wants to do this and wants to succeed as much as I do. That really plays a factor when you don't have the pool of resources that a lot of other schools yeah. have. And again, you can go for any other sport, but like focusing on football, man, there are some bags getting passed around that ASU could not dream of matching with its current state of NIL. Yeah. But because they have somebody who can make up beyond the money and get somebody to like look at and be like, okay, wow, like this person is truly somebody I could put my future into. And maybe my potential earnings three years down the line will be much greater instead of this short sightedness. It every time he talks, it just confirms what we've been saying. Yeah. And it's why we say what we say and how we feel. Yeah. It's it's special. We got it, the funny thing is we got beats by Bandess, who is a Buffs fan in the chat saying, "Bro, it's never gonna cook at ASU Skull Buffs." The funny thing about that, right, is Buffs fans, for example, are all up on Deion Sanders, right? Do you remember you see over under? Huh? Did you see their over? No, what was oh, it? No, what was it? What was five it? and a half. Five and a half. Smashing the under on packed, packed. Yeah. <laughs> right, but they're talking like they're, they're talking, yeah, favorites, and it's like they're talking they don't know what they're talking about, man. Know, they don't, and, and the over under is like five and a half. Look, the uh, what, what what I'll say to Buffs fans specifically that come at Arizona State is listen back, listen back to what Deion Sanders had to say about Kenny Dillingham prior to last year's game. He said that at a certain point there was an opportunity that he wanted, he wanted Kenny Dillingham to be a part. Of a staff. He didn't specifically say it was Colorado, but he was always, always interested in Kenny Dillingham because he's a great offensive mind. And he's not only a great offensive mind that is trying to build something here. He is somebody who is a competitor. And I can't stress that enough of how important that is to have a coach like that. Because you've seen coaches in the past. You've seen Todd Graham. For example, I wouldn't say that he was a competitor at Arizona State. He was a builder, right? He was more of a drill sergeant, okay? You look at Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards was more of a face. Ray Anderson said he, Ray Anderson said he wanted to be a CEO. He wanted Ray or he wanted Herm to be the CEO kind of of Arizona State football. That was never really the case. You have Kenny Dillingham. You have a competitor, a dude who is going to beat you or do everything in his power to beat you and outwork you every single day of the week and we don't have the the specific clip that he talked about later on in that interview about outworking everybody else in recruiting specifically because of the the current state of college athletics right there isn't a rule against texting okay so kenny was literally saying that look if you're not talking to these kids via text obviously staying within the parameters of the rules set by the NCAA, if you are not going above and beyond 
right, trying to recruit these kids, then you feel like you are getting outworked competitively time and again. Like he he wants to be the best version of himself. And again, there is a, there's a reality out there where this doesn't work. There's a reality out there where you could talk all this talk and you never walk it. Absolutely. That is at some point potentially an outcome. But I think when you have a refreshed viewpoint from an Arizona State perspective, after looking at the past few coaches, like there is reason to have hope. There is reason to believe that Kenny Dillingham has the mind offensively, has the mind from a football perspective, and has the grind of a 30-something-year-old coach in college football that's going to go out there and he is going to give it his best shot to make this a program that people fear in the Big 12. Well, he's like, he is talking a big game. When he came in here, like he he is talking about reviving this place that means so much to him. Yeah. This activate the valley. This is not just about being a good football coach. This is about being, I mean, as Matt Ishbia says, a steward for the community. But but genuinely, he he is putting well, he's putting his money where his mouth is, but like he is actually pouring into something beyond just calling X's and O's. And we actually don't even talk about the X's and O's and O's as much as he probably deserves. Cause the dude is a football savant. There is a reason why he is the youngest head coach or yeah. was the youngest head coach in NCAA. Like those all play into a factor, but above all else, who he is as a person is why you can believe long-term. Yeah. And the difference between Dion and Kenny is that Dion is at a stop at the next step for Dion. Yeah. Kenny is at a stop that he wants to put everything on. He wants these kids to be better and be invested in his home state. He wants the school that he's been repping since he was a child to be successful again. And beat by Bandes is saying, A, the five and a half line for the buffs is going to jump to seven and a half five, seven point five after the spring game. I don't think no, it's un- not. I don't think you understand how no, lines it's not. work. It's not gonna not. go two games. <laughs> Doesn't go two, two games, games off a spring game. Because of a spring game. No, it's a Colorado fan though. Makes sense. But he also says it's not against Kenny that he's saying he's not going to be able to cook at ASU. It's more of a factor of ASU. Now I get that it wasn't super that's recently. Not how it works. Man. It's not super recently, but like ASU has hit heights in college football that other programs that currently right now are in a great spot haven't hit. Yeah. Like there is a ceiling for this program, a ceiling for this town, a ceiling for Kenny Dillingham that is extremely high. And Sharon also said in the chat, like, when that happens, when the building blocks start getting put out there, like Phoenix and Tempe, those are towns that they're a little bit more reactionary than other towns. And, and the fact that you're able to get an excess of buy-in before you get the results speaks to who Kenny is, how he's building, what people think and feel when they hear him speak about the program. But then it also leads you to believe that when the wins come, when it becomes five wins, seven wins, nine wins and whatever you want to go from there however the the ceiling might be when you do that this place will put money into you yeah and it's like what comes first the chicken or the egg oh you need money to succeed oh you don't like kenny dillingham is proving that to be a falsehood in the in the current reality of college football now i don't know if he's just an outlier or if there are other people who can try to at least emulate what he did maybe in other sports yeah like and that's why i look at asu basketball and i say you can Point the finger at NIL and money all you want, and it is a valid reason that the program can't hit its heights. Yeah. But it, it I'm sorry. You know why Dion is never leaving Colorado? The boosters aren't going to let Dion be Dion anywhere else. 
That is that is uh, for everybody listening on audio. That's a comment in the um, chat. You know how much it tastes to, like distract me. Not a lot because I have ADHD. But like to <laughs> completely stop me in a train of thought. That comment is just it's wild. It's wild. Look, we call yeah. Colorado fans White Walkers around here. If you've seen Game of Thrones, you know why. Because they're just kind of like zombies. Uh, they come through and they just. They dispute whatever is on their mind. But look, I wanted to get to Glenn's comment earlier saying Kenny wouldn't become one of the youngest head coaches in the NCAA if he didn't have the working habits of an obsessed lunatic. It's something that that Kobe Bryant, I think, had said like a while back, like the greatest of all time. They don't just want to win. Right. They're obsessed with it. Like it it is truly like a screw has got to be a little loose. You got to be totally obsessed with the idea of winning versus losing. And I think when it comes to Kenny Dillingham, he has the right mentality. The dude that is going to be there first and he is not leaving until he figures it out. The dude that's going to watch tape four, five, six, seven times to figure out one little thing. He is going to do the necessary parts within the parameters of the rules to find a way to get Arizona State on top and to at least elevate the program to at least get it to a point that it hasn't hit yet. And like I said, if you're an Arizona State fan, that is something that certainly, certainly gets you going a little bit. And just you're excited, right? This program, I haven't seen a three and nine football program the ensuing offseason have A, the number of transfers that Arizona State managed to get, successful transfers from other programs, and B, like you still have a buy-in from the fan base. Like you still have people so excited, ready for this program to hit that ceiling. You bring you bring up the ceiling for Arizona State. Kenny Dillingham, in my mind, isn't going for the ceiling. He's looking to break that motherfucker down and set a new one. And I think for Kenny Dillingham, if anyone is going to do it at Arizona State, you got to have some sort of belief that it is Kenny. And look, Kenny talked about NIL in the state of where it's at for the Arizona State Sun Devils. We're going to get to that clip in just a little bit, so definitely stick around for that. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. First, though, I want to tell you how you can make some money on college football. Obviously, Beats by Bandess talking in the chat about Colorado's win total. I don't know about you guys, but I am hammering the under on five and a half on that one. I don't think Colorado is as good as their fan base likes to think they are, but maybe you don't want to bet on college football. You got the NBA coming back on thursday obviously a ton of games thursday and friday you've got nhl college basketball the perfect place to bet guys the bet mgm sportsbook app at gila river resorts or not at gila river resorts no, you can there's you a can. bet there's mgm, a bet sportsbook, MGM sportsbook at gila river resorts and casinos but if you do want to take advantage of the offer that they have head over to the app just download the bet mgm sportsbook app on ios or android or visit betmgm.com sign up and deposit at least five dollars into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least five dollars at standard odds price and once you've placed a bet you guys are going to receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager that is what we like to call free money around here sign up for betmgm and use that bonus code phnx place your first betmgm sportsbook wager through betmgm sportsbook mobile app for at least $5, and you'll receive $150 instantly in addition to winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details and Allison and Damon. Talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-91-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. 
Uh, I love just absolutely delusional Colorado <laughs> fans. They are funny. It is. I will give it. I'll give fun. them that. They're funny. They're it's comedy. Fun. I get and like you know what like I get it. Listen, if Dion was the figurehead of my program, I would do everything in my power to talk myself into it. Like, I, look, I'm gonna be honest with you here. Like, I was on the Herm train, man. Like, I'm not, That's I'm crazy. not not susceptible to propaganda led by a charismatic <laughs> head coach. Hand up. I understand where you're coming from, man. Like, I I get it. But you had mentioned before. Gila River Resorts and Casinos does have the BetMGM yes. Sportsbook, right? And you you were just doing the BetMGM read, but there's there's a thing. They're, they're kind of together. They right? go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand because you want to make some money, but you also want to have a good time while you're doing it. And you can do that at Gila River Resorts and Casinos because honestly, like I'm telling you, nobody does it better in this state. If you are trying to have a fun night out on just a Friday, trying to forget about your week, whatever. If you're trying to celebrate something, you're trying to see a live show, have a nice steak dinner, maybe eat something by the poolside maybe you've been stressed and you need a staycation or you just want to go watch some football games I can watch some one. basketball you just had a fucking vacation i need another one man he needs he needs a vacation yeah but you don't see me sitting up here being like oh i need another vacation oh is that what i sounded like yeah it kind of was okay that was on, what man. you sounded <laughs> sorry i know i'm sorry you quit the energy drinks man shots, i shouldn't man. i shouldn't poke fun i understand it's a i know guys i'm time so irritable right now continue though okay i will <laughs> i will you won't be irritable if you go to gila river resorts and casinos you can check out their sports books their blackjack tables slot machines live shows entertainment show by the pool have a staycation you can list off a million different ways to enjoy it. The only thing that you have to do while you're there is you. Because you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details and for a location near you. Because I know there is one near you. They're all over the valley. Oh my gosh. Tony in the chat. Glenn in the chat. You guys, I love it. I love, it's a beautiful day when you can get Arizona State and Arizona fans to come together. Unify. Unify against one common enemy named Deion Sanders in the Colorado football program. It is very very funny to see but look we brought up earlier the state of college athletics and yes how it is a little bit more challenging to be a college football head coach right now than probably any other time a lot of it has to do with the transfer portal nil we've talked at length specifically recently as it relates to arizona state basketball but for arizona state football i think we started to see a trend we started to see the moment ray anderson hit hit the curb right was kicked to the side. You saw the number in the Sun Angel Collective double like that, right? Well, so beforehand, dude, there were people who were holding their donations hostage. Yeah. Like making it very publicly known. We will not support this program as long as Ray Anderson is the leader in the athletic department. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So what has the state of NIL been like at Arizona State most recently? Well, again, Kenny Dillingham was on the radio this morning, and this is what he had to say about NIL for Sun Angel Nation. It's going well. I mean, I think the fans have really stepped up. I think the Valley is starting to step up. Uh, way, I mean, we're not even close to where it was, you know, 15 months ago. It's not even the same organization from a standpoint of the NIL and the support that we've received. So kudos to everybody, Arizona State, the Valley. Now, is it what I think this place can be? No. I still think we have people who don't like it, which, crap, not everybody likes it. Right. I get it. I understand. It's reality. It's the reality. It's like taxes, right? If you don't <laughs> like it, then you know you're still going to pay your taxes. Okay. <laughs> so it's one of those things that I think the more people get educated on it and understand that you know there was a guy, a kid at Florida who just bought a house for his mom with his nil money. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Like that's a pretty cool story. And I know it's another school and talking about it, but it's it's 
the money's still going to people that are associated with Arizona State football that you're going to watch, that you're going to have affiliation with. And I think the Valley's getting behind us. But I also know this state loves a winner. And I got to do our job in the next two to three years to show that we're going to win football games. And when that happens, everybody rallies behind it. I'm mm-hmm. born and raised here. If you're losing games, nobody shows up. You're winning games, good luck buying a ticket. Right, yeah. And that's the Valley. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. People move here when they're successful and they retire and they live here forever because they're a winner. They want to follow a winner. We got to get them there. We just need some people to help us get there in the college state of athletics. And then the Valley will take care of itself once we get to that level. I think a big part of that for me in listening to that was him saying we've got to deliver a winner, right? Like, yeah, he he understands that if you want to reach the heights that he talks about, you have to eventually put out a product on the field that everybody is going to want to support. And Arizona State fans specifically, you have to understand that the way that I I don't want to say they're flaky, but there's so many other things in sports to support in the Valley that if you're not a winner, then they're not going to support you. So at a certain point, Kenny Dillingham and the staff are going to have to make waves with lesser talented players with less money to eventually get those donors to get the fans to fill up the stadium and to actually donate to the Sun Angel Collective and donate in other ways. At a certain point, he understands that, yes, being able to start to trickle in some money before that point is awesome, but you're going to eventually have to do more with less if you want to get that NIL money flow into ASU. Well, and that's the thing that I definitely took away from that, and he found the best way to put it and to put it in like a endearing sense almost, but if we are being honest here, like he, he knows what ASU fans and what the support looks like when the team is not good. Yeah. He understands that a lot of fans become apathetic at the program. Or they just simply don't care. Not as much like like the worst thing that you can have as a program is somebody not caring. Exactly. It's not as much hating. Like that's bad. But if they still care, then they care, right? But he understands that like for better or for worse, a lot of ASU fans, they're a little bit fair weather when it comes to success of the team. And it's not that I blame them. Like I really don't. But that is just the reality of the way that it is in this valley. Like you have your diehards. You have the people who are absolutely obsessed and will eat breathe poop everything asu Oof. right no <laughs> it's it's true like our diehards are that way there are people who who their entire life is dedicated to asu athletics and arizona state as a university and like those people are amazing and, and mad respect but at the same time like those people do not fill up the stadium yeah right you're right and so kenny understands that like like we said at the very beginning if he talks 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 and nothing comes of it he ain't getting any money. No, you're right. He's not getting any resources to play with. And if he's not able to use that smaller amount of resources to win, he'll never get the chance to do more. But he knows that once the wins come, like people will start caring. Yeah. And you can look at that as like a bad thing. And I think there is something to be said about wanting your college fan base to be in it through thick and thin. But then there's also just facing reality. Yeah. And the reality is when the team is not doing well, fans usually don't care. Yeah. So the fact that they care right now is a testament to him, but let's just see what happens when they actually start winning, or at least fingers crossed, like we expect it to happen, yeah. like they start winning. You're absolutely right. And look, Kenny's not Kenny's not dumb. We I've said this specifically a number of times on this show. Kenny Dillingham is a very calculated man. This man loves chess, right? He is thinking three, four, five steps ahead at all times. 
in any time I feel like he goes on and does an interview, I'm not saying he's fake. I'm saying he he speaks his mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Kenny is very active on social media. Kenny knows what clicks. He knows how to get people riled up. And I think when you see something go viral in college football, you immediately, at least for me, I go to the comments, you see the reaction. I think mm-hmm. for us, it's easy to say, oh my gosh, you love that mentality, right? On three, okay, on three sports, they tweeted out the quote that we went over a little bit earlier in terms of what Kenny Dillingham had to say about college coaches complaining. Said, quote, I literally spent nine years of my life doing anything to become a coffee boy, so don't give me the, oh, it's hard to be a coach right now. Yeah, it's hard, then quit, okay? The comments, you've got Sooner Recruiting, obviously an Oklahoma fan, saying respect this attitude. You've got Blue Bloods Bias saying adapt or run away scared. A lot of coaches have chosen the latter this offseason. College football headlines, real dog Kenny D, he knows he's living the dreams of millions. Respect. Art, a Kane Films uh, is his at, I imagine. Uh, He's Kane's fan. Talk your shit, coach. Oregon updates, dilly dilly. Like, You've got fan bases from Nobody all over. This guy. Absolutely not. Bill Smith, who's got an Oregon logo in his um, Twitter head- header, right? Says, from his previous spots, if you're a fan of Memphis, Auburn, Florida State, or Oregon, you root for Dilly. He was great. His team played hard for him. Really good, energetic, young coach. People love this guy. They want to root for Kenny Dillingham. And everywhere he's gone, they've had success. Every single place he has gone... The spot that he has been in charge of offensively, quarterbacks, they have found a way to succeed. Yes, some places have taken longer than others. We are only in year two, but you have a nation of college football fans, right? You've got hell of programs, Memphis, Auburn, Florida State, Oregon, all around the country that want Kenny Dillingham to succeed. And the best thing about that is you've got not only those fan bases, But you've got players, you've got connections that were at those universities that heard from Kenny Dillingham on the recruiting trail while Kenny was there. Mm -hmm. That simply want to play for this guy. And he is the first call when it doesn't necessarily work out at the quote unquote bigger, flashier school. That means something. No, absolutely. You don't really see fans going, oh, wow, this guy was was an assistant quarterbacks coach for us. Then he was a quarterback. Like, oh, we're still rooting for him after his previous stops. Like, you just, you don't see that. No. You just don't. And he he is one of very few people that can have the season that they had last year and still have an insane amount of buy-in. But, I mean, we even talked about this during the season. Were the wins where you want them to be on a good college football season? No. But if I laid out to you every goddamn road bump that that (laughs) man had to drive over to get to the end of the season, some completely out of his control from a prior regime, a bull band that takes the air out of players right before the season starts, injuries galore. I'm talking more injuries than even good teams would be able to sustain yeah. throughout the entire season and still field a good team, right? Like this guy was dealt maybe the shittiest hand that I've seen anybody get dealt in college football. And you know what? He's still probably overachieved for his first season. When you saw him coach, like there were times when you watched Dion coach where you scratch your head with time management or he made a decision. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Bro, Colorado was up like 40 points on Stanford and lost the game. Get out of the fucking like, chat if you're going to tell me that you think they're going to win six games. It's not happening. Like, that, and, and, <laughs> like not even just to take a shot at Colorado, right? But when you just talk 
talk about actual coaching. You could talk about recruiting and being a figurehead and getting energy and, and injecting it into a program that was at their bottoms. Like, don't get it twisted. Dion was also dealt a rough hand with where Colorado was at before. But at the same time, like, Kenny came in and was just absolutely screwed in every possible way. And he overcame that. Yeah. And in less than a year, in less than a year, he had people buying into the program. Yeah. And now you're going into year two. Who is down on the state of Arizona State football? I'm sure there's some hermits somewhere. But that's like that's what I'm saying. Like all these people, me personally, dude, I was so done with this fucking program. Yeah. Like I was so done. I, I was running the radio broadcast for the Eastern Michigan game. I did a 12-hour broadcast behind the scenes for that goddamn yeah. game. Listen, it was miserable. The state I, of this program was miserable. I, I love it. I love Beats by Band S, man, again. I appreciate it. Colorado the, fan predicting the... 10 wins. <laughs> predicting 10 wins. He also says, who won more, Kenny or Dion? Dion might have won more, but who had the better conference record? Yeah, Dion well, he... actually in the buffs. I don't know if you know this. They finished dead last in the Pac-12. Hey, dead listen. last. Numbers are not Colorado fans. They were the bottom. They were, act- they were actually the bottom. I we. There's, it takes a little bit of time to what load beats by band. It just it, it takes a little hey, time listen, to load. It, they're not the they're not the the quickest over there. I just I just it's delusion, man. It's delusion. It's and I delusion. It. You know what? Like it's it's funny. It doesn't really but like it's funny to like comment about and like talk about because you're just being completely idiotic. But it doesn't really bother me because I appreciate the commitment, man. Look, I like I, I really do. I'll say it one time, one time. Okay, and I love I love. To, to interact with Arizona fans, Colorado fans, Colorado fans specifically. You you guys are a different breed. You're a different breed. The fact that Colorado fans, we got a Colorado fan in the chat sitting here telling me at noon that at noon before spring football has started that Deion Sanders in Colorado is somehow going to win 10 games in the Big 12 <laughs> is absolutely crazy to me considering that the Colorado Buffaloes were the worst team in the Pac-12 last season. If you don't believe me, go look at the standings. Bottom. Bottom. Okay? You couldn't be worse than Colorado last season. He threw his offensive line under the bus. He threw his offensive coordinator under the bus. Don't tell me about what he did at Jackson State because they played absolutely nobody at Jackson State. If Colorado doesn't succeed now with Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter, two of the best players in college football, then Dion will never succeed at Colorado. Colorado. That five and a half win total, probably generous. I'm smashing the under on that. You're not going to reach bowl eligibility next year. You could talk all about the transfers that you got because the moment that Dion packs his Louie and heads to the league or a better program, then it's all said and done because your seven recruits that you got in the class of 2024, that's all you're going to have left to talk about. So enjoy your prime sunglasses and all the crazy stuff you must be smoking in Colorado because there is no way in hell Colorado is anywhere close to the Big 12 championship, let alone 10 games. You, Whatever you got, please pass it my way because I'm going to need some of that to get through whatever the hell this college football season is going to be for the Buffs. I'm just, I'm like a, I'm like a proud brother. God, man, just... it, it blows my shit every time. <laughs> Eric, I could have told you this is coming at no, like, I know. Uh, 11 o'clock this No, the, first of all, first of all, the moment that Totri told me he gave up energy drinks, I knew that we were in for <laughs> yeah. a show. Yeah. Second of all, the moment I saw a Colorado fan comment, I knew we were in for a show. And whenever, like, th- there are certain <laughs> things where you just got to sit back and just be like, let him cook. Like, let him cook. 
I, oh I, I gotta let him cook on stuff. Hey, Beast by Band S, message me, bro. I will bet 5K. you five thousand dollars. I'll bet you whatever you want, whatever you want. I'll get Dion tattooed on my ass if you win ten games. There is no shot. Why do you, do you think the books are stupid? Do you think they're stupid for setting the line Wait, at five after and a half? After the spring game, it's gonna jump from five yeah, and a half to ten. Yeah, that's not how it works, dude. Do you understand how that fucking works? You don't get to like lay out the spring game and then it's gonna go to seven and a half. Whatever happens in the spring game isn't gonna boost you two wins. It blows my mind. Your wins last year were who? Who did you beat last year? They lost to Stanford. You lost to Stanford after being up by 40. You beat TCU, who, congratulations, lost everybody to the NFL draft. Literally everybody. Okay, so congratulations. I'll give you that. Great road win for a team in TCU that I'm pretty sure didn't make a, a bowl game last season. Who else? Nebraska, Nebraska. Dog shit. You were on the ropes against Colorado State, your rival. Okay, Colorado State had you in OT after all week. All we heard about was their coach was talking shit about your coach. Go cry me a damn river. And your other win was Arizona State, who, mind you, their starting quarterback for half of the season was the fucking running back in the tight end. There was a point where they didn't have enough offensive linemen to field a special teams unit. Get out of here with your going to go 10-2 and two head ass. There's no shot, man. <sighs> Read an ad or something, man. He changed his bets. God. He said, I bet we win more than you. There you yeah. go. Crazy. It's crazy, man. I can't do it. Well, listen, brother, I don't know what they're smoking over there in Colorado. Oh, my But God. I know what you can get to calm the fuck down. Some OGs? Yeah. You yeah. need some OGs, man. You want to tell the people OGs. why you need some OGs, brother? Oh, my God, because it's Colorado fans like this. They must be on all the OGs, to be completely honest with you, because like I, I know the effect Okay, I've taken OGs. They're beautiful. They're fantastic. The best scratch-made yummies in the valley. And they've launched two new products made with live rosin and RSO. We're talking about the OGs Naturals and the big OGs. OGs Naturals are vegan gummies made with live rosin, available in a sweet clementine flavor. It is all right. If you don't like sweet clementine, they have a bunch of other flavors. They've got something for everybody okay so definitely go check out ogs i had some in vegas they were absolutely phenomenal to learn more about ogs gummies and where you can find them head on over to ogsbrands.com okay are we good no idea what they're talking about no colorado eric colorado on the floor hey but guess what when you're down there you might need some new ones and that's why you call our friends over at empire today because they're system is so easy that even you dumbass Colorado fans <laughs> can still find a way to use it and get some incredible it new flooring. Me. And guess what, guys? Not only do you get easy, quick, convenient service with warranties financed by Empire today, an in-house floor visualizer where you can sit at your home while you are being absolutely delusional about what Colorado football will do next year. You can also pull your phone out and say, well, at least let me make a sound, solid, well-thought-out decision about what my house is going to look like because getting new floors is an investment. And you don't want your floors to be like Deion Sanders where after two years they're all worn out and then they leave and they go somewhere else. You want your floors to be around for a long time. You want them to be nice 
space, quality, and an investment. And you can do that with Empire today. Listen, guys, doing stuff to your house, renovating in general, it is just the most stressful thing of all time. So let Empire today help you out. And on top of all of it, you get $350 off when you use promo code PHNX at checkout. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details on everything from the end home floor visualizer to the $350 off to everything in between. Check out Empire today. Okay. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate all the Colorado fans in here. I genuinely do. I love going I mean, back listen, and forth with y'all. I, I, I love it. I love going back, back and forth I love just you sitting back and just letting you just You scream. caught me on a day, man. You caught me on a day. My day didn't start great. Okay. The pup crapped all over the floor this the morning yeah the dog is with us now and it decided that it was gonna have liquid pudding all over the kitchen floor this morning that was fantastic i'm not drinking energy drinks it's it's a lot there's a lot going on so it, like i said blood blood boils okay i don't let need to me, look at the roster know, you never said dion was gone next year no i didn't say he was gone next year no. when the time comes it's not a if it is a when colorado leaves i'm sorry he's not gonna be there for a decade he's not gonna probably be there for five years that's Again, that's my two cents. That's what I believe, okay? And I, I again, if you want to message me and make a $5,000, $10,000 bet on a 10-win team, buddy, I, I you couldn't message me faster. I will be there. I've looked at the Colorado roster, buddy. I know college football. I've looked at the roster. I don't compare it to Arizona State because it's completely different, okay? They're different units offensively, defensively. They're running different schemes. I don't need to hear it. It's okay, okay? But what about the spring game? Oh, yeah. Two, two, two and a half wins. Two and a half. I love how, I love how Colorado wins. fans are like, man, you need to calm down. You need to calm I down. I told you, man. I stopped drinking energy drinks. My caffeine level is low. I'm irritable. No. It is what it is. At man. the same time, they're the ones like, this show was about Kenny Dillingham. I know. I this know. Dion's This show is not about fucking Colorado and Deion Sanders. But y'all came in here and you made it about yourselves, which it looks like Coach Prime Impact is having it on its fans as well. And then they're like, why are you so mad? It's like... They didn't want that to happen. Yeah, bro. That's like Jacob brings up such a great point. Undisputed above, you should be thanking Saban for retiring. BJ was going to Washington. Yeah, he's like, oh my God. Ask BJ Green about Colorado. Who, mind you, played under like Coach Prime when he was like a kid, dude. Like anything that's going on right now has nothing to do with it. BJ Green committed to Washington before their coach left for Alabama. You're so the sloppy second. You can thank everybody else for that. Okay, you could thank Kalen DeBoer for leaving. You could thank Saban for retiring. All that lovely stuff. And yeah, Clint in the chat. Totri currently checking his DMs for $5,000 bets. Crickets. Like I said, you want to bet me on Colorado's 10 wins? Buddy, I got you. I'll, I'll send you the Venmo. We'll do the wire transfer whole nine yards, man. I'll take a flight out to see you myself and see you if you want to make that kind of bet. But enough about Dion. Enough about football right now okay because arizona state baseball arizona state softball the ball and bat sports got some stuff going on here in tempe as well i do want to start off though when we're talking arizona state baseball craig morgan obviously doing some amazing amazing things here at phnx starting to focus if you didn't see it Craig sitting down with some of the greatest sports icons in Arizona sports history. We obviously teased the episode about Jake Plummer that had gone out. Some really, really great stuff. Craig Morgan back at it with Arizona State baseball legend Pat Murphy. Uh, we're just going to show you a little bit of a, uh, a tidbit of that conversation. The full thing is on our YouTube. And Jacob, you can listen to the entire podcast as well, right? 
Yeah, the audio will be up a little later today. Absolutely. And the link is in the, sh I put the link in the show notes in the bio right Beautiful. now. So if you love what you hear, just go to the description. Link is right there for you. Here's a little bit of a tease of Craig Morgan and Pat Murphy's conversation. What on earth possessed a guy with the last name Murphy to leave the fighting Irish and come coach yeah. Arizona State? Again, we're all under construction. So yeah. I was ticked that we didn't have a better, we built a facility, but it wasn't great. And not the way we planned it. Um, we raised the money and that type of thing. We had one major donor. Um, and the, the vice president at the time, Bill Bochamp, great man, um, is sat down with me. He said, Murph, you, you turned down Miami, Tennessee, Florida, Tulane. You've turned down these jobs. And now Arizona State. So I'm going to tell you, we're not doing anything for baseball. We're going to be it this way. At that point, when I left, we had like six scholarships. Um, wow. We're going to we're going to stick with this right now, and you're going to get job offers. And yeah, we'll keep moving yourself. And yeah, you can stay here. You've done an unbelievable job putting us on the map. But baseball's not going to become a priority. Mm. And that just kind of prompted me to to. Uh, and then and then I came to Arizona and interviewed, and then. I called back there and said, okay, uh, I just interviewed. I'm, I'm going to get the job. And they said, okay, well, make a decision. Hmm. And I had just done this with the University of Miami and said no and went back to Notre Dame, had two more really good years. Um, I don't know. I really don't know yeah. at all. I, I'm sure in a lot of ways uh, I had to do it. He had to do it. Definitely go out, do it. check that full conversation that Craig Morgan had with Pat Murphy uh, on our YouTube channel. Tony, with that, Tony, that's a great one. That that's see me and Tony go back and forth pretty much every day. That that's one of the better comments that you've had, Tony, in, in terms of the pee pads and stuff like that. But for all, before we get into the rest of Arizona State baseball and the ball and bat sports for the Colorado and Arizona fans here right now. Definitely turn on those notifications for tomorrow's show because we're going to be doing a tier list uh, oh, of the uh, athletic programs in the Big 12. Obviously, Arizona State, Colorado, Arizona, uh, and all of the other Big 12 programs. We are going to be talking strictly revenue sports, so baseball, basketball, and football. That is what we are going to be doing on Thursday's show. But getting back to ASU baseball as it stands right now, the Sun Devils with a nice win over future conference opponent, mm. Kansas State. Uh, last night, they beat Kansas State 9-6. We had some folks in the chat talking about Isaiah Jackson. He continues to have a stellar start He's to the season. monster. Yeah. Gold glove defense, and he can rake. Last night, two hits, three RBI, one run. He is an absolute dog. Uh, and I am so damn excited to see what he accomplishes this season at Arizona State. And, and really... Moving forward, he's one of those guys like Arizona State when they had Torque, right? That you know he's going to the league and you know he's going to go out there and, and do some really big things. Again, you look at the quote-unquote issue, I guess, as it relates to Arizona State baseball. Pitching, still not necessarily the greatest outing for the Sun Devils. Last night, giving up six runs to Kansas State. Went with eight pitchers K last State, night. K-State started their one and ASU started our four. Yeah. So, like, that's a test. I mean, it's, it's encouraging the to me. They gave up six runs, a true freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, bad. no, I'll it take it. It's a ranked team. I'll take it, man. And, and that's what I was saying. Like, I, I'm, I will be excited about Isaiah Jackson the entire season. We're going to give him his love. And I'm sure basically every single time that we talk about ASU baseball, he is going to be the lead. Yeah. But if they can, like, 
just hone in the pitching a little bit like they did against Kansas State. I mean, like six runs compared to what they were giving up over the first couple of games. You're yeah. talking like 13, 14, 11. That's a big difference. Yeah. That's a really big difference. Now, I don't think you're ever going to get to the point where you're going to be winning your game with your pitching for this team. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of offensive battles. But if you can just keep it like relatively like middle ground, like not ballooning to double digit runs almost every single game. They're getting a rhythm. They're, they're, they're going to be in every single game. Like yeah. they're going to be in Now, will they win every single one? Of course, the pitching and the bullpen, that's going to like play a lot into yeah. that. But they're going to have the offense to stick around as long as the pitching can stay consistently okay. I'm not expecting it to be good at really any point this season. I would just like to see it be better than last season. I think that, that's what yeah. fans want to see. Jacob, Jacob's a, a big worse. baseball guy. Uh, I mean, the year before was really really bad like you're talking just it's god awful i think for this team you you are going to rely on the offensive firepower a lot similar to what you did last season but if you could start to see this group get into at least a little bit of a rhythm um from a pitching standpoint then i think this team will certainly make some noise in the pac-12 um but it really is going to come down to the the starters and, and really the bullpen as, as well if they're able to just let the bats do what they're able to do and give them a little bit of breathing room. You don't want to start games down a bunch of runs. Uh, and that's something that the Sun Devils really had to deal with a lot last season. So obviously Arizona State baseball, uh, a pretty hot start to the season. What, three and one through their first four games, picking up a win against a ranked team in Kansas State. You've now got a series, uh, four game series against Ohio State and Texas A&M. Um, so you, you definitely want to see Arizona State get out to a hot start. They've got those four games against Ohio State. Where do you see Arizona State going? Do you, do you have any predictions for that series? For that, that's a that's a tough one. I'm not 100% sure. I cannot confidently say they're going to go through and they're going to sweep. Yeah. Right? Uh, I do like the momentum that they're carrying into it. If they can keep the runs below seven or eight for most of the games, I, I'm confident they can at least pick up two, yeah. if not do three. The problem with the Ohio State series is I'm looking right afterwards at Texas A&M, TCU, Texas A&M, and Texas Arlington because that's in the the Ranger Stadium in Arlington, and yeah. those are some good teams. And that is I I really feel like that is going to be the temperature check for this team, and not to like overlook Ohio State or anything like that, but like you have your three game set against Santa Clara, like okay, they they put up a lot of runs. You're getting into the season. I'm not going to put too much stock into that. You go two and one, that's fine. Kansas State, good win, one game. You know, a lot can happen in just yeah. one game. You can't really prove consistency off of it. These four games for Ohio State, I just need them to get right. I need them to get ready because if they truly are going to be a step above what they were last season, we're going to know Texas A&M, TCU, Texas A&M, and then. Texas Texas Arlington. Absolutely. And ASU baseball, not the only ball and bat sport getting things going. ASU softball. We obviously talked with Kelsey Hall last week on Kelsey's Corner about everything going on with Sun Devil softball. She is also going to be on tomorrow. We'll have an interview with her uh, to discuss, again, the, the latest stretch that the Sun Devils had in the Littlewood Classic and then everything going on. The Sun Devils do have a doubleheader today. First game starting here in about five minutes um, against UTEP, Texas State tomorrow, Seton Hall and Ohio State on Friday, Utah Valley and Idaho State on Saturday, and New Mexico State on Sunday, man. Always seeing the early stretches that Sun Devil softball has is just wild to me because they just play so many damn games. It's a like, lot. Back to back to back to back. It is crazy, and I think, again, you want to build off of what Megan Bartlett was trying to do last season, bringing in the transfers. You talk about uh, a Kelsey Hall. Hopefully Jordan Van Hook is back out there soon. Um, like y you really believe 
that offensively, again, similar to ASU baseball, this team has the bats to, to make some noise. And I think for ASU softball, talking to Kelsey last week, um, looking forward to, to really seeing what they're able to string together against some of these better teams. I have full confidence that Arizona State is able to take care of the teams that they're supposed to quote-unquote take care of when it comes to their opponents. It is going to be a challenge to see can they push past the mental side of things against ranked opponents or against teams later on when you've got you've played four or five games back-to-back-to-back and now you got to show up on a Sunday and, and take care of you know a, a team that is probably equal competition. Right. Like you got to be able to put down some of those games. And if you look at a lot of their losses, it's when the offense is stalled out. Yeah. And a lot of their wins has been when they've been able to put up runs on the board. And I know that's like a simple you score more runs and you win the game. Thanks, John Madden. (laughs) I got got you. Like, don't worry. That's what you come here for. That hard hitting analysis. But like truly when the bats come alive, like everything also kind of falls for them. Like their defense locks in a little bit more. The team's playing a little bit looser. Yeah. And that stuff kind of does pile up, especially when you have so many games in rapid succession. If you're able to put up a 9-0, you know, or put up 10 runs or something like that. You're going to your next game. Like, you are feeling confident in yourself. And so, I, like, the offense is always the key, I feel like, with this softball team because when they are clicking, a lot of teams cannot keep up with them. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Again, looking forward to talking to Kelsey Hall on tomorrow's show. Like we said, we're going to be doing a tier list tomorrow about uh, really the Big 12 athletic programs as they stand now. So definitely turn on your notifications for that. Looking forward to Thursday's show, guys. But before we get out of here, I want to tell you what's going on over at Phoenix Raceway coming up in just a couple weeks. The Valley of the Sun is going to roar to life this spring when NASCAR returns to Phoenix Raceway March 8th through the 10th. The best in class fan experience meets racing's toughest drivers for three days of action, all surrounded by the beautiful Estrella Mountains. We were out there just a few weeks ago. If you haven't been, it really is a beautiful, beautiful track. Highly encourage you guys to go check it out. Spring break at Phoenix Raceway is the perfect introduction to NASCAR with affordable ticket pricing for families. A great couple day event that if you got some kids, if you got, I don't know, a newlywed couple, go check it out. It promises to be a lot of fun. Whether you're a diehard racing fan or simply looking for a fantastic day out, this event promises fun for everybody from live entertainment, fan hospitality areas, and an immersive infield experience. Get your tickets to the Shriners Children's 500 at Phoenix Raceway March 8th through the 10th. Promises a week and a good vibes for the whole family. Get your reserved grandstand tickets now at phoenixraceway.com. Yeah, when we walked in there, I had never been there before. And I'm I'm driving in to do our little video shoot. And I'm like, whoa, it's in yeah. the mountain. Oh, yeah. Like, it is right there. And then we got, like, the privilege to, like, drive in and, like, go on the course. And I was even able to take a lap in the lap car. And, like, it, it was not an experience that I was, like, really expecting to enjoy that yeah. much. But, like, you just kind of stand there and you look around and you're like, Oh my God. Like, oh my like, God. This the, like, this is really cool. And that was without all the cars going there. Yeah. Going like almost 200 miles per hour. It's it's a lot different I hear in person as well. I got a lot of friends who are super into NASCAR. My college roommate was super into NASCAR. I need to make it out to Phoenix Raceway this time because I always heard them talk about it. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I show up to the, to the stadium and I'm like, okay, no, I see it. No, it's something. No, for I sure. see it. Like, it's something there. And there's always something for you. 
to eat at some burrows because oh I'm, I'm so, hungry. so hu- I know I'm hungry <laughs> too, dude. I I was looking at the some burrows ad read and I'm like, man, I wish I went above and beyond and brought myself some some burrows in today so that I could be eating it live on the podcast. A little ASMR for some burrows, but go. listen, they are family owned and operated and voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. I got one right next to me that I go to all the time. And the best part about some burrows is they have such a wide variety of options on their menu that you could go every single day of the week for like a month to get something different every single time. Or if you're having a big party, I know the Super Bowl just passed, but we got March Madness coming up. A lot of people are going to be having really big events for that. You don't want to worry about cooking large meals. It is stressful. Some burrows has you covered with their party platters with homemade taquitos, chimichangas, chili with green green and red chili, uh, fresh guac, chips, famous hot sauce, all that stuff. Plus, they have locations all across the valley. If you're in Flagstaff, they also have their new one out there in Peoria. They got some in Goodyear, North Phoenix, and you can go to someburrows.com to find one near you. This is not just an ad reader. I'm sitting here like, oh, it's an ad reader, so we're going to say it, right? Like, th- like this is genuine. Eat at oh, some yeah, It is a good time. It is delicious. It is affordable. It is quick. It is the perfect combination. So I'm so damn excited to go eat. I'm so eating lunch right after this, guys. That is going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Level Show. We appreciate everybody stopping by, Clint and the chat. Great show, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you, Clint, obviously, a Beavs fan. We have Wildcat fans, ASU fans, Colorado fans. Ooh, we appreciate everybody today. Again, on your way out, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And do us a solid. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils across social. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toach. You can follow this guy right here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. You can follow DJ Jacob Franklin at Jacob underscore Franklin four. But in the meantime, guys, specifically Colorado fans, make note of this. Go Devils and peace.